California COVID Notify is a joint effort between the University of California and the state of California to alert Google and Apple smartphone users if they have been in close contact with someone who tested positive for COVID-19. The program is in its pilot stage, has been launched at UC campuses. It makes use of Apple and Google's ENS or Exposure Notification System to allow users to be notified of a positive case while also keeping their location and identity anonymous. The app uses Bluetooth technology to allow for the exchange of random IDs between users. The program initially launched at two UC campuses, UC San Diego and UC San Francisco. However, it is now expanded to UC Santa Barbara, UC Berkeley, UCLA, UC Riverside, and UC Santa Cruz. I spoke to Katie Mankins, the Director for Special Projects at UCSB's Office of the Chief Information Officer, about the technical aspects of the app and how it connects users, notifying them of possible COVID infections without compromising privacy. Uh, my name is Katie Mankins. I'm the Director for Special Projects in the Office of the CIO at UC Santa Barbara. And the CIO, Matt Hall, my boss, asked me to be the campus lead on this very important project to roll out the California Notified um, Exposure Notification System at UCSB. So what went into the creation of the notification system? Um, did UCSB have a, a specific role they were tasked with among the other UCs and the state? Well, it's actually kind of interesting because um, Matt Hall, our CIO, had found out about the exposure notification system that Google and Apple were working on earlier in the spring and he had some conversations with Google and Apple about when the app would, the exposure notification system would be available and whether we at UCSB could use it. At the time when we met with them, they told us that they were working on more of a statewide level and that they didn't have a way to engage with the campus directly. So it was very interesting when later we saw the announcement for the pilot for the statewide app at UC San Diego and UC San Francisco um, that you said, oh wow, that's the app that we wanted to use. And now finally some UC campuses get to pilot the um, app and see uh, what lessons they can learn that would inform the broader statewide adoption. And then after the UC San Diego and UC San Francisco pilot was started, there was an opportunity for other campuses to join in and an expanded pilot, and that's when we got on board after conferring with some of our colleagues around campus about their interest and um, their level of engagement about whether or not to join the, the pilot expansion. So then we notified UC San Diego that we wanted to be a part of the additional expansion, and they said, okay, let's go. So can you describe what the smartphone exposure notification system, ENS, what it is and how it works? Sure. Um, how it was developed by Google and Apple jointly and how it works is um, people who are using this exposure notification system um, on their devices, whether it's an iPhone or an Android, are sharing anonymous key tokens when they're within a certain distance of each other. You have to be within 
um, six feet or less and of somebody else using the same app and um, within um, for a period of, of 15 or more minutes cumulatively. So it doesn't have to be 15 minutes all at one time. If you saw somebody earlier in the day and had a conversation with them and then later saw them someplace else, it would know that it was the same, it would, same key, but it would be keeping track of the distance you were from them based on Bluetooth and also how long you were talking with someone. So it doesn't collect any location data, doesn't know where you are, it just knows that the two phones were within a certain distance of each other using the Bluetooth data. So they're sharing anonymous keys. And in the event that someone later gets a positive test result and they decide that they want to share their diagnosis with other users of the app, then the app um, looks for matching keys or the 14 days before you were tested or your onset of symptoms, which ever came first. And it looks back through your history of the keys that you've exchanged looking for a match. And then it would notify other people that you might've been in contact with that they had a potential exposure. And it does it retroactively, not looking forward. So it's going back through 14 days worth of key data to see if there are any matches. Everything about this app is voluntary. So you decide whether you wanna use it. If you are using it and you later get diagnosed with COVID-19, you decide whether you wanna share your results with other users. And um, you can decide if you wanna opt out later, if you don't think the app is, you know, providing any value, I hope that doesn't happen. But everything about it is entirely voluntary, just like everything about it is private. It's a really great thing about the way the app works. Right, so you're given those random keys or a random ID and your phone begins to exchange those keys or those IDs with other users. So yes. given, given privacy concerns, how does this work without gathering data on your location or identity? So it's, it doesn't know where you were because it's using Bluetooth, not GPS. So it just knows about a key. And the key is a randomized 16 digit, completely you know, nothing associated with you. It's just a, a randomized key. And it's looking for matches with other keys. Mm -hmm. So it's not tied to your phone, it, other than the fact that the key came from a device, but it doesn't know like your name or anything about where you were at the time. It's not using location services or location data. It's purely based on low, low density Bluetooth data. So another thing about it is it's not eating into your battery life or like your data plan on your phone because it's using a low, low Bluetooth. So is the app um, is the app still providing researchers with any statistics or specific demographics on COVID infections? No, not so much. Um, it doesn't. It can't provide that kind of demographic data. One of the things that came out of the UC San Diego and UC San Francisco pilot that was good though was they were offering the the. Um, anonymous key and asking people if they wanted to share their results with other users of the app. When someone got the, a positive test uh, result 
And that may, meant that that person could start notifying other, other people sooner, even people that they didn't you know personally, rather than waiting for traditional contract tracing methods. So if you get contacted by a contact tracer to say, you know, to tell me about where you were, who you were talking with, who you were spending time with over the days uh, prior to you getting diagnosed with COVID-19, you're doing that based on your best recollection. And you might be looking at your calendar, thinking about, you know, you went to the library or you went grocery shopping or whatever, but you're thinking about the people that you know and who you might've seen. Um, this app, in contrast, is supplementing that kind of recollection of the your personal acquaintances, and it would be able to, to tell you that you had a potential exposure with somebody that you didn't know. And so it would augment the data you could get through an interview or a case investigation through and contact tracing and get it sooner. Because typically the contact tracing starts after the, the positive test result. And somebody contacts you a day or so later and starts asking you the contact tracing questions. If you share your result, decide to share your result, and then you get the positive test result with other users of the app, the notification process of a potential exposure can happen much sooner. And UC San Diego said that that was one of the, the um, success stories they had. They had a student who got a positive test result and shared it right away via the app. And other people were alerted much sooner that they had the potential exposure and it was faster than doing the traditional contact tracing. What are your hopes or expectations for the notification system? Well, one of the things that we're hoping is with the more campuses using it and providing feedback on the experience of using the app, experience installing and uh, spreading the word through their own use, that we can get more people using it. The more people are using it in the area, the better it is for trying to reduce the spread. And also the data from the UC campuses is helping the state inform um, how the state's going to roll it out to everybody. So we're feeling really lucky that we're able to help the state with um, make the adoption better for the whole state through the experiences of the UC campuses. Is there anything else you would like to add? I think it's, it's the, the thing I'd like to emphasize is it's one more tool that we can use to help fight COVID-19. It augments other tools that we're already and techniques that we're already using, but the more people who can use it, the better. And even if you never get an exposure notification, you can kind of have some peace of mind that my phone, I installed this, this on my phone, but I never got any exposure notification. It's not so bad. You wouldn't want it to be going off all the time. <laughs> And even if it's a, you, you did get a notification, that's your uh, indication to, to take some action and be proactive. And maybe it's, it's a false alarm because it didn't know that you were within a certain distance of somebody, but everyone was masked, or 
you were in a different room and somebody else was in another part of the, you know, within six feet, but on the other side of a wall, it can't know things like that. It's just based on Bluetooth data. But the more tools we bring to help with this, I think the better. So I'd encourage everyone to turn it on on their device and make use of it and spread the word. Thank you to Katie Mankins for sharing more information on the technical aspects of the California COVID Notify app. Further information about the app and instructions to turn on exposure notifications can be found at canotify.uchealth.edu. That's canotify.uchealth.edu. With KCSB News, I'm Aubrey Valerio.